You are listening to Purposeful Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Yolanda Postel. I'm here to encourage you to be bold, step out on faith, and be the amazing woman God has called you to be. This week's episode is about life's lessons. I have to admit, I got distracted and messed up on my number count, but be patient with me, and I hope that you enjoy this week's episode. This week is all about lessons I've learned in my lifetime. I'm coming up on a milestone birthday in a few months and go back and you think and you reflect on all the different things that went on in your life and everything that you encountered and faced. And I just thought I would share some of those things with you. My family calls me Londa. So I am going to call this episode Londa's Life Lessons. <laughs> and some of these lessons you may have learned already and some of them you may be learning now. We're all at different phases in life, but hey, each one teach one, right? So the first one is never say never. That was a good one because when I was younger, I would always say, oh, I'm never going to do this and I'm never going to do that. And oh, if I face this situation, I'm never going to do what they did. Hmm. Let me tell you, I found that a lot of the things that I said never on, I did. Not, not the crazy stuff, you know. <laughs> but some of the same situations that I judged others on or I said I would never do came right to my doorstep. And it really brought home that scripture about judging, judge not lest you be judged. Because I'm paraphrasing, the way you judge others is the way you're going to be judged. And I tell you, it was a humbling experience. I literally had to eat that humble pie. But what could I say, right? When the lesson came to my door and I got to see things from a different point of view, I, I realized that things may not always be what they seem. And so never say never. And that leads to number two. Things aren't always black and white. When you see people's situations, it could be they're getting a divorce or maybe someone made a decision you don't agree with related to their career or anything. It could be anything. There's always a shade of gray. Of course, some things morally and ethically are black and white, but there are some situations that are not always what it seems. It's not always so easy to just draw a line and say, this is what you need to do and that's it. Because we're human and we're complex and there's so many different facets to us. And a lot of us, we face so many different things that impact the decisions that we make for the good or the bad. And we cannot always be so strict sometimes on, on different things. We've got to learn to look at the in, entire situation because things aren't always what they seem. 
And I, as I got older and got more experience in life, I had to realize that the things that I thought were just so easy, I mean, it's, it's just, this is the way it is. No, not necessarily. <laughs> there, There's emotions involved. There's um, finances involved. There's other decisions involved. There's other people involved. There's it, everything is so complex that we cannot be black and white on everything. So sometimes you got to look at the shades of gray. Number three, research on your own. My goodness, please research on your own. Have you ever had someone try to give you advice on something, especially financial advice or credit advice? Sometimes what people tell you, it may sound good, but it may not be accurate. You've got to do your own research. It's okay to hear what they have to say and take it in, jot it down. However, if the information they tell you is wrong, you can only blame yourself, especially if it's something that you could have looked online, called your bank, looked at your credit report, anything to figure out if what they said was accurate. If you get bad results because you followed bad information and you did not look into it on your own, nobody's fault but yours. So make sure you do your research. Number four, you don't have to take on other people's baggage. Ooh, that's a big one. And the reason why I say that's a big one because you have family members or friends. If they don't like somebody, oh, they expect you to not like them as well. If they have an issue with someone, oh, they expect you to have an issue with them too. If they're not talking to so-and-so, they expect you to not talk to them too. Now, you are not in the middle of their relationship. You are not part of what happened, especially if you can see where both parties are wrong and they expect you to, well, you should just take my side. No, I'm not going to take your side just because you want me to. I'm not going to be mad at this other person just because you say, especially if I know that it was both of you that were foolish or both of you that were wrong. I don't have time to take on unforgiveness because of what you dealt with. I can't. I can't take that on. That's too much for me. Now, some of you guys may choose to do that. Yolanda, I will not. I will not do it. You can choose to see that person and take certain things with a grain of salt. However, the other person's baggage, don't make it yours. Let them deal with their own stuff. You can support, be a sounding board or whatever, but don't take other people's unforgiveness, other people's anger, other people's bitterness and make it your own because you have to stand before God and answer for those things. So you're fighting this fight for you. You don't have time to be taking on other people's stuff, especially when it's foolish. So number six, let go of what was and forgive yourself. 
that's a big one because I know I made some stupid mistakes in my 20s and I really beat myself up over those mistakes. I would revisit it and think about it. Oh, my life would be here if I'd only done this. Or I would be so much further along had I made this decision instead. And for the longest time, it just really kept me in a bad position. It kept me, I would say, stagnant. I wasn't progressing in this particular area because I would beat myself up so much about what I did and the mistakes I made. And you can't move forward if you're always looking behind you. So in my 30s, I kind of went through this whole, I guess you could call it an early midlife crisis. And I made the decision to forgive myself. I mean, God had already forgiven me. And he said, there's no condemnation. If I'm So I had to make the decision that, you know what? He forgave me, so I'm letting this go. I'm not going to let that spirit of condemnation keep beating me up. It's already done. It's already forgiven. I've forgiven myself. And now it's time for me to move forward. And so that's what I did. And I was able to advance and progress. It was just like a weight was lifted because I was able to let it go. I think I'm on number <laughs> number seven. <laughs> oh my goodness, I lost track. But never stop learning. Never stop learning. There's always something new. New technology, new procedures, new new ways of doing things. Don't be so stuck in the old way that you refuse to learn the new. It keeps you young. It keeps your mind sharp. So never stop learning. Number eight, true love is out there. I know, y'all. I know. True love is out there for you. That person that you're waiting for, they are waiting for you too. They're trying to find you. And I know there's the whole, oh, there's no good men out there and there's no good women out there. That These men out here are looking for good women. And I know you always got the bad element. But there is love out there. There are men out there that are looking for a good woman. I mean... There are men out there that they want true love and they want to be married and have children and a family and they want to find that good woman as well. So ladies, don't buy into the narrative that there's no good men out there because that is a lie. There are great men out there. You just got to find them and they've got to find you. Well, I'm, I'm going to stand on the biblical view. A man that finds a wife finds a good thing. So if you're busy doing your thing and you're out there trying to just handle your business. You got yourself together mentally, physically, spiritually. And finding a man is not your number one priority, but you are just about your business. Then that is going to be attractive to that man. And 
that person that God has assigned for you, because I do believe God has a person assigned for you, they'll find you. They will find you when the time is right. Believe it or not, when I met my husband, I met him at work. Now, the crazy thing is, maybe six months before I met him, I'd already seen him, but he didn't see me. It wasn't time. As far as he knew, that was the first time I'd ever laid eyes on him. Not so. So it's all about God's timing. And when the time is right, your mister will find you. Number nine, speak life over yourself and others. The words you speak have life. When you speak negatively over yourself, over your situation, you are speaking life into that thing. And you are giving positive reinforcement to something that is not the will of God. For example, if you say, oh, I'm not smart, I'm stupid. Or if you say that you're always making the wrong decisions and you just beat yourself up because you're always making, stop saying those things. Speak positively over your life and over yourself. And when it comes to your family and others, speak life and positive things over them as well. We get enough when we go outside of our home. So find scriptures that speak what God says about you. Don't say you're ugly. Say you're beautifully and wonderfully made. There are great things about you. So speak those things. Speak life. Number 10, your feelings can betray you. Mm-hmm. They certainly will. Have you ever felt that, here's a good one, you're in this relationship and you think this person is the one for you and you find out all this stuff about them and you, you break up with them, but you, you still miss them. You're still pining over them a little bit. Your feelings can betray you. You know that that person is not good for you. So don't go by your feelings. Don't let your feelings betray you. Sometimes when you wake up in the morning, you may feel like, oh, this is going to be a bad day. Nope. mm -mm. Your feelings can betray you. Don't let your emotions. I think it's Tiffany Montgomery that said, don't let your emotions dictate your attitude. So if you... However you're feeling, don't always delve into your feelings. Sometimes how you choose to feel is your choice. If you choose to be grumpy all day, that's your choice. If you choose to say, oh, it's going to be a bad day all day, then guess what? It will be because you allowed your feelings to dictate the outcome. So don't let your feelings betray you. Number 11. When people show you who they are, please believe them. I know I have a big heart and sometimes I could be a little too forgiving. And learned the hard way 
that when a person shows you who they are, take it for what it is and let that person go. Let them let them leave. Let them get out of your life because they will only hinder you. They will only hold you back. They will only break your heart. So if they are showing you that they're not trustworthy, believe it. If they show you that they're bad with money, don't let them be your financial manager. I'm just throwing out examples. (laughs) Believe it. They're showing you. So don't try to ignore what your eyes are seeing and what you know to be true. No. Take it for what it is. Number 12, trust your gut. Or better yet, when the Holy Spirit is telling you to do something and to pay attention to something, then you need to do it. If he's telling you to go left and you find yourself in an accident because, dang, if you went the other way, you wouldn't have had to deal with that situation. Or have you ever been in a situation where you have been somewhere with someone and you are told to go get out of there? I have a great example of that. I was actually, when I was younger, went to Tijuana, Mexico, because at that time, you can go over the border with no ID, I mean, with um, with no passport. So went over there, didn't tell my dad, with some friends, we went to a nightclub. I was 18 at the time, and I was just so uncomfortable. But all of a sudden... I heard, leave now. So I tried to ignore, no, I'm not going to, nothing's going on. I'm looking around. Everything looks great. Nothing, nothing out of the ordinary. Everybody's having a good time. All of a sudden, leave now. So then I get this feeling of urgency to go. So what do I do? I'm like, y'all, I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) so I start I left and they were so mad at me because they knew they couldn't let me walk back to the border at that time of night by myself so they were just mad I had about three other friends with me but we got back to the border went home the next morning I got a call that shortly after we left a fight broke out All our friends got arrested and were in jail in Mexico and they were trying to get bail money. Now, had I not listened, I would have been in jail and would have had to try to explain to my dad why he had to come get me out of jail in Tijuana. (laughs) So trust, trust, trust when the Holy Spirit is telling you not to do something or if he's telling you to leave a situation obey obey you will save yourself so much headache so much drama if you just listen number 13 you are an example people are watching you and you may not even realize they're watching you you think you're going on about your life and nobody's watching you that it doesn't matter what you do Somebody is always watching you. It could be 
of course, if you have children, your children are always watching you and you think everything you're doing is all about you. No, baby, they are watching. You could have young family members that are watching you and looking at what you do. And you're an example, whether you like it or not, on your job, wherever you go, you are an example. And you never know who is paying attention. I had went through a drive-thru one day and the young lady at the drive-thru said, oh, you go to such and such church, don't you? I saw you in the choir. And I had never seen this girl before in my life, but yeah, she, she got me right. I'm like, yeah, that's me. Now, what if I had been acting a fool or doing something crazy? That would have been such a poor example of, of you know, living a godly life. So it just goes to show that you're an example at all times. People are watching you. So make sure that you're doing right. Make sure that you're putting your best foot forward at all times. Number 14, some people, they're only with you for a season. It's okay to cry when that season comes to an end, when that relationship is over, when that friend moves out of town, or you just get to the point where you have to go two separate ways. You will miss them, but you will move on. Then there are those people that you are happy to see go. Celebrate. (laughs) And just know that whether good or bad, new people will come into your life. It's always marks the, the, the end of a season when a relationship comes to an end, no matter what it is. But out with the old, in with the new. 15, be patient with yourself. You're not going to get everything right. And it may take time for you to get where you need to be. Don't feel that you have to rush it. Don't feel that you have to meet the milestone within this period of time because we are all in our own race. And you can't allow somebody else's timetable to be yours. They may achieve a certain milestone a little bit quicker and yours may take a little while longer or vice versa. But be patient. Run your own race. Don't worry about what the person to the left and right is doing. Worry about you. And number 16, don't be afraid to ask for help. When you need help, ask. I used to sit there trying to figure out everything on my own, trying to figure out this scenario, that scenario, which is great. I mean, that's part of being an adult. But then there comes a point in time where you got to ask for some help. And that was difficult for me. But I had to learn that it's okay to ask for help sometimes. Not all the time, okay? You don't want to be completely dependent. But ask for help when you need it. Number 17, keep moving forward. Don't ever get comfortable with good being good enough. There's more out there for you. You don't have to sit still. You don't have to feel that what you have is all there is. There's more 
opportunities out there. There's love out there for you. There's advancement out there for you. There's friendship out there for you. Keep moving forward. And last, don't get too comfortable because comfort is the enemy of progress. That's a quote by P.T. Barnum. You have a great future ahead of you. So keep pushing, keep moving, keep striving, keep making progress. I can't wait to see what the future holds for me and also what the future holds for you. So let's keep pushing and making progress. Let's keep moving forward. Well, I hope you were entertained by my Londa's life lessons and share them with somebody. You know, for for some of you that are more mature, you probably already know half of these things or you've already experienced them. But there's a lot of you that are younger that maybe you haven't got there yet. But uh, each one teach one. So share and I hope you have a great week. Well, that concludes this week's podcast. Be sure to subscribe to Purposeful Woman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Yolanda M. Postel. And be sure to like the Moving Towards Purpose Facebook page. And remember, as you go through your week, be bold, be empowered, break through fear, walk in faith and allow God to lead and guide you.